Hey guys, welcome to the Idiots Idiots podcast. I'm Jim Jam, how's your ma'am? And to the right of me is Graham, that's not my hard drive officer, honestly, Smith. So, might as well give you a little bit of an intro into what you're listening to. Thank you very much for listening to starting off with, okay? So, welcome to a Kentish comedic podcast, okay? It's based on the perspective of two Illidge idiots, myself and Graham. Uh, we'll be taking a deep dive into your town's Wikipedia versus our Wikipedia, as well as indulging in silly behaviour, petty tomfoolery and discussions of the lowest intelligence. So come and join Graham Smith and myself as we look into your dwellings and scrounge around your area like the Illidge idiots we are. We will have special guests, various clips, media, and we'll be making a podcast every week. So, we might be paying a visit to your town very, very soon. Spread the word and let's get a community going because at the end of the day, what we want to do is actually create a community first. So this is your podcast as much as ours, okay? And uh, yeah, let's have, some, uh, let's have some fun. So please make sure you do follow us, okay? At, uh, well, at instagram.com forward slash illagevidiots forward slash... Twitter at Illage Vidiots, TikTok Illage Vidiots, and please give us a like and a thumbs up on our Facebook page. I uh, want to make a mention as well to our actual uh, logo design here, okay, which has actually been done very kindly by that of artist Charlie Everisto Boyce. Please go and check out his work at www.charlie. Sorry, <laughs> what? What? Huh? I messed that up, didn't I? Please make sure you go and follow Charlie at www.charlieeveristoboyce.com. That is C-H-A-R-L-I-E-E. Am I doing this right? I fucked really, this up. I really I want to fuck this up. I, might, it's I managed bad. to leave you on your own there for two minutes and ten seconds. Oh, my God. Best. I've absolutely bollocks it up already. <laughs> but it was perfect. It was I'm sure it was. Look, let me just say, right, follow Charlie Everisto Boyce at... Charlie, www. I, I can't even speak. You've said his, no, but you've said his name enough times. People will be able to find it. Okay. You've done well there. I think I've done all right. Yeah. Okay. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing fine. Right, there's the pat. Okay. <laughs> www.charlieeveristoboyce.co.uk C-H-A-R-L-I-E-E-V-A-R-I-S-T-O B-O-Y-C-E dot co.uk. Also follow him on Instagram at Charlie Everisto Boyce. So, <gasps> and what we'll do is we'll just put a link to that. Yeah. In the, in, in the description below. In the description below. below. So you didn't have to do any of that, but it was wonderful to watch you do it. I panicked. I know. It's episode one. So the way we do this is we're gonna we're gonna run a few different ideas throughout each podcast, and sometimes we'll sort of repeat those segments in later podcasts, and sometimes we'll just throw something new in. Um, and James has got quite a fun one coming up, all to do with statistics and ideas. So that sounds really interesting. Um, but what we will do each week is we'll start off with a little catch up because we we really only get to see each other during these times, so it's nice to to catch up and see. How we're doing. So, how are you, James? And this will probably be the most intelligent question asked throughout this podcast as well. Yep. How am I? I'm doing good. 
I'm doing good. I've been super excited for this. I'm not going to lie. I've been really, really excited for this. Um, we've obviously been having a little bit of a little bit of a practice, you know, a little bit of a build up for this. You know, this is the moment. Um, and yeah, we've just been trying to listen to ourselves and, you know, just seeing how awful we are as human beings. Well, I think I'm lovely, but... You, you can, would think that. You can have that, that kind of opinion of yourself as much as you like. Yeah, well, one of the first things I posted of you is probably the grumpiest git face I've ever seen. That's not grumpy, that's au natural. Which suggests a lot about your grumpy face. Well, I, I mean, you're the one that's decided that it's grumpy. Mm. Maybe okay. other people just think, you know what, looks like a normal bloke. Comment normal down time. below to see how grumpy his face is. Say how grumpy his face is. I'm glad you corrected it. Now, we've been talking for all of six minutes now, and you haven't asked me how I am. What about my feelings? Okay, your feelings. Yeah. All right, how are your feelings? All right. They're all right. Yeah. Good. Well, that's a great catch-up, obviously. Stay tuned next week. Um, I mean, what, seven days' worth, and that's all we can say to each other? Maybe, maybe the, the fizzle's gone from our relationship. It might have done. Maybe just... I mean... I don't think about you as much anymore, like when I'm alone with myself, so maybe. Whereas when you were alone by yourself, you used to think of me all the time? Yeah, it would be just a bit like I'd be sat there and just every now and then I'd be like, what's James doing? Mm. I'd, never, I'd never text you or ask because A, you never respond and B, I, I stopped caring very quickly after thinking the question. But I uh, thought you'd enjoy knowing that I think about you sometimes. Sometimes. Well, it used to be all the time. Well, I mean, I can imagine. Now. Sorry. It's, it's even less now. Even less? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we can come into this with some real full pelt energy. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that. You are very welcome. I can only imagine, like, how much you think of me uh, when you are holding um, your phone um, and just thinking, oh, I'll text him and I'll never get a reply. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not very good with my phone. People who are close to me know this and... And people that have looked at our social media will know this. hi oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you, you, you... Right, we will end up sharing social media, okay? And you will know when I'm doing it and you'll know when he's doing it. He's the guy that's pushing it all out. He's doing right sort of really well. I'm the one who goes, oh, look, here's a picture. I will work on it, though. Okay? I just have the same thing with the phone every single time where I just look at it and it's a combination of phone anxiety because if I've picked up a message too late... I get really sort of anxious about replying back. What are they saying? What are they thinking? And then I put it away or I don't care. See, I used to get phone anxiety and then I stopped caring. Um, and it, it made life so much better. Like, I will now get messages. And if I'm busy, like, you, you especially this week have probably messaged me the most ever. And the amount of times I've been working or teaching or something like that and I've seen the message come through and I'll go... Yeah, I'll respond to that later. And then it comes to later and I'm sat at home and it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm watching TV and I'm chilled out and I go, oh, I didn't respond to James. And then I carry on watching TV and it's great. So, yeah. Yeah, no, see, I, I, I'm worse. If you text me and let's just say I'm on a bus, I would automatically go back to the media I was watching or listening to going, oh, well, I'll text them later. Then it's been too late. And then they've messaged me back going, Oi, where are you? Huh? Yeah, Give sense. us a shout. But it's gone too far down the path of me being missing. And I'm like, oh, and I, I don't have the guts to 
say I'm sorry, I apologise, I was doing this, because if I give... I, th- I, th- I overthink things. See, no, I apologise if it's a genuine, oh, oh, shit, I forgot to respond to you or something like that, because that's the truth. Mm-hmm. If I didn't want to respond to you, like, I genuinely couldn't be bothered, my response when I go, oi, why haven't you responded? I'm like, no, nah, couldn't be bothered. Yeah, but I could, but at the same time, the kind of relationship we have, I it's easier to text you than most people. And that's not to detriment of other people. I just know that if I call you an idiot, which I can often do, um, that I'd feel comfortable that you just brush it off or send an insult back to me. It's like, ha ha, jokey. Do you want to see me next week? Yeah, sure. Like with other people, I get more considerate about their feelings. I mean, repression is a great thing. Yeah. So yeah, every time you call me an idiot, yeah. Face value. It's it looks fine, but you don't know what damage you are doing every time you do. And I'm never insulting to you. That's nah, you... that's the thing. I say nice things. Nothing like say like when you're gigging. Yeah. I will come along to those gigs and I will stand like this close, if not closer, and stare you out. And that's me showing support. And yet all I get is angry looks from you. What's that about? Um First off, when you stand at the front and look into my eyes, yeah. I can clearly see there's no soul. Um, wow. It's a vacant stare. Uh, and all I'm looking at is a vacant, soulless person with a pint of Strongbow Dark Fruit, whilst everyone else is enjoying the gig and loving it. Just want to say. Little plug there? Is that a little plug? What? Everyone's there enjoying it, loving it. Well, yeah. I mean, I would say for the other members of your band, yeah, the audience are there for that. Oh, they're not there for me, are they? No. No, really not? No. Listen. I, you... I have been to a few of your gigs. Not once has anyone said, that guitarist, wow. Really? Whereas, whereas they're like lead singer, bass player, drummer. They are all up there. But yeah. never said about you. Don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting, that. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing a survey at my gigs to see. How do you rate this experience one out of ten, Mr. Drunken enjoying themselves? Literally like that. That's yeah. exactly how I uh, approach them. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? The reason why we feel that this works between us is because we we feel we have different qualities. This guy here would literally do an Excel spreadsheet over making a bit of toast. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, you would. You'd have a column for bread type, butter type, week, every day. What am I going to have? Jam Tuesdays? Has the toaster had the bottom filter bit taken out and cleaned? Because that changes the... The, the consistency of the heating to the toast, which then, you know, more or less burny. Yeah. As much as I was trying to stumble across you taking a survey to my gigs and asking everybody there, how are you enjoying this gig? One out of ten. Rate the experience. You know, it do would, this and It that. would never be one out of ten. Your gigs are really good gigs. Oh, thank you. Just, you're the worst part of it. Why am I the worst part of it? How am I the worst part of it? I mean, you probably need to... Like, have you, have you watched videos of your gigs? Yes. You've got three members of a band that are, like I said, like, top-notch, performing, giving it some, and you just stood there wanking about on a guitar. Right. As much as he's trying to do a bit here, okay, <laughs> yeah. right, this guy happens to indulge in one of those Facebook one-second um, uh, every day for a month kind of things where you do a second a day for the whole month and it's like a it's like a collage or a montage of just different things that have happened during that day 
which kind of go, oh, look how great my life is. I did everything. I fed the fish today. I planted the plants. I ate a chicken sandwich. I had a wank. Ooh, look at me. I mean, 30 seconds. Woohoo. Like that. I cannot get away with the last one on Facebook due to comedic guidelines, but yeah. Well, you don't have to, well, you just show your face. <laughs> I just shout it. Yeah, I just shout it. I'm wanking! <laughs> like that. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Bird sweep. Hello, Daddy. I'm wanking! That's how it comes through. Hello, Daddy. Yeah. That's, that's disturbing. That well, think... every clip is a different content. I'm not saying it's all in one room. I'll do a 30 <laughs> second, I'll do a 30 second, you know, montage piece of my month, but it has to be in one room. I mean, to be fair, do you know what today is? In, in relation to these one second videos, today is a very special day. Right. It is the one year anniversary of when I released my farting one second every day, which you fucking love. I did love that, to be fair. Because this, this was my wife uh, set me a challenge for the entire month of April because we were in lockdown and we were bored. Um, she set me this challenge that I should make my one second every day interesting for April in some way. And uh, my wife and I both think farts are possibly the funniest thing to exist. So, Second that. Yeah. So she dared me to, um, to fart once a day and record it and film it and then stitch them all together. And it was possibly the, the best. I think it's probably my most liked video that I've ever put up on social media. Bear in mind, I've put videos of like my daughter the day after she was born and it didn't get as many likes mm. as my fart video. Well, that's because people love farts more than children. Yeah. I reckon that is a, you know, a worthwhile statistic. Yeah, what, what was great was once we started to reintegrate after, you know, last summer when lockdown restrictions sort of were lessened and, and I would see people that I hadn't seen that viewed me in a more professional light. They, you could tell just when they're like, oh, oh hi, hi, Graham. They'd seen the fart video. That's, <laughs> well, they... that's what it is. They're like, we know what you do. We know what you do. Yeah. We know how you smell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think what's good about that video, though, is because obviously, what's it? So one second every yep. day for 30 days. So 30 different farts. Yep. So there's a plethora of all you know, all different types of farts. Yeah, 90% of them sounded exactly the same. Yeah. That was the interesting bit. Well, I don't know. I think the 10% was more interesting where right. you would show a face of concentration yeah. and then be surprised by what came out. So that was because there was sheer panic. Like... I don't, you'll never understand how difficult it is to actually make sure you fart once a day as when you're actually thinking well, about it. Were you trying to fart once that's, a day? That's it. So, no, but you've got to catch it as okay. well on, on, on the phone. So there were plenty of times where I was just like, doo, 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 pfft, fuck, because oh. I'd fart without filming it. And then it starts to stack up. So all the ones that sound slightly odd, it's because I am that close to shitting myself. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's stressful. Well, the funny thing is, is that it's amazing how many people promote the idea of routine. And I imagine if you just kept that up, you could make a year's worth. Like 365. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. yeah, 365 days worth of farts. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think also if you were, it, it almost suggested like you could only fart once a day then. So like, oh, I've got to catch what? it. Well, no, it's, it's more just making sure you do catch whatever farts come out on, mm. on your phone. That's the bit that was stressful. 
because generally when you fart, it just kind of happens, doesn't it? You don't, <laughs> you don't sit there and plan your farts that meticulously. No, you don't. I'm trying to think of a scenario you would encounter in the day where you would have to film yourself farting in probably the most inappropriate space. So let's just say you go and see the opera and like, you know, someone going... So having your phone out like that, you're like, yeah. <laughs> right there. No, I mean, it's, it's, this is why, because it was in lockdown, there weren't many dangerous situations that this would happen in. No, that's In true. public, so it, it did make it a bit easier there. But also, like, April was height of being locked in your house. So this, this for me especially, was when the doctor said, you cannot leave. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to go shopping, I wasn't allowed to go for walks, really, nothing. It was, you stay exactly where you are. So I was getting cabin fever while trying to do this as well. And just just panicking about getting the farts. Like, that was my highest priority. All the way through the month was making sure I videoed a fart a day. See, I reckon when the NHS was trying to, you know, obviously on its website, keep people informed about what you can expect with COVID, i.e. the symptoms, and they were addressing things like mental health whilst you're isolating... I thought it would have been quite funny had they put your 30-second fart video in there on one of the pages to go... Well, no, 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 just just to say, like, oh, you know, this is what can happen with... Oh, yeah, no, I can just imagine it. All these these people doing stuff to praise the NHS and fund it, like Captain Tom doing his his walking around the garden and raising so much money. Well done, him. And then there's this guy that's farting every day. (laughs) Yeah. I'm doing such a good job there, aren't I? Well, that's what I mean. Like, the NHS has been, like, working so hard. It's been starved. And I'm amazed, like, how some how it's even stayed on its feet during this yeah. time. And it's been absolutely admirable. And, you know, and obviously Sir Tom... Tom Moore? Is yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, so, so Tom Moore walking around his garden, like, real noble things, you know, the clapping. Yeah, well all done. of that stuff. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And, uh, you know... I think your your thirty second fire video surely has a place in that, does it not? Maybe I don't. It doesn't. Don't, no, no, it doesn't. Not, no, not once. I don't. I don't think we could put a positive like "Well done, Graham. You farted." Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's that's not. How you this get goes. a card from the Queen, like you know when you've like reached a hundred. <laughs> Congratulations, you farted, on behalf of HRH. You know. Well done. Do you know what that video is not even my proudest fart moment. Is it not? No, no. Uh, university. We, um, when you graduated, you, we went to Lincoln um, Cathedral and our uni decided that if you clap after every person's name, you don't then hear the next person's name. Right. If that makes sense. So okay. it could be like, um, getting first degree honours, James Mullins, and everyone's clapping like that and then you can't hear the announcer for the next person. So that person just gets missed. Right. So the uni put in this rule that you clap five times. That's it. Well, like the Friends intro. Kind of, yeah. Although it's only four on Friends, but whatever. Okay. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it is. Jesus. Anyway, so you clap five times, and then they say the next name. You clap five times. So it's already just the weirdest graduation, because it's just like that. It doesn't, doesn't, you know, there's no kind of feel of celebration. Mm. But because I did music, I had to be part of the, the choir performing. Okay. And then we weren't allowed to just leave during the graduation. We had to sit along, like, the side. Mm-hmm. 
I really needed to fart in the middle of a cathedral. You knew that you knew it would be loud if you did it. Yeah. So I waited, and I I I planned this perfectly to the point that they said a name, and I'll use your name again for this. I went James Mullins. <laughs> Timed it perfectly. Perfectly to the point it started and stopped just at the right moment. And then there was me and uh, a very good friend of mine just sat there trying so hard then to not laugh during the silence. So then during the next set of clapping, we can both start laughing. Right, okay. That, that is my proudest fart moment because... Very well orchestrated, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. very good. I mean, um, I, I was saying when you said about in the church hall, you know, etc., and yeah. just the idea of being slightly embarrassed... Um, there is a, a video um, that I wanted to sort of bring up because I just thought about it. Um, right. I want you to see if you can type that in so I can actually imagine you yeah. actually no, I, I, doing I, I this. No, know, I know the one that you're going for here. Yeah. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's a good one. It's I a very good it. one. And luckily, I only had to type in like the first five letters and it got it so <laughs> first five letters yeah so. <laughs> that is a man sneezing into a trombone <laughs> in the middle of a very very lovely performance yeah everyone's got white hair like in the church, everyone's just sitting there. Sunday service most probably is like, oh, we have a little treat, you know, as well as God and Jesus and reciting from the Bible. We have a little treat. We have the local orchestra playing and they're all playing in this massive church hall. And then just in the middle of the performance. Oh, God, no. Tiring. That happens. <laughs> so was that kind of like how your fart kind of... <laughs> No, you could not hear my fart. You couldn't? No, because the clap... This is a cathedral full of people clapping. Yeah, no. That was literally... But then it's dead silence either side of the clap, so it had to It had to only fit in there. If they had a camera on your face when it was clapping... <laughs> it would have been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the panic, the eyebrow raise, that kind of... Everything, yeah. Pure concentration. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Now, was that a nice catch-up? Did you... Did you... Was that what you wanted? I knew that's where it was going because every time we talk, it ends up to lavatory. Either farts or shitting ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Farts or shitting ourselves. How was your week? I farted and I shat myself. (laughs) Move on to week two. How was that? Same. I mean, we're going to the pub tomorrow, so I'm pretty sure I'll have some kind of fart or shit story. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make a shit story happen. Well, I'm not going to make it happen, but they just happen. They just happen. Yeah. I think if you drink a certified amount of alcohol, you will invite another story. Yeah. We'll just see what happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for the next catch-up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right, shall we, uh, we go for a word from our sponsors? Yeah, absolutely. Illich Vidiot's podcast is brought to you by myself. Because we don't have any sponsors. So maybe this is a good time to grab a coffee, empty your bottom, ponder your own existence. Are you pondering? That's it. 
Keep pondering. It's not nice, is it? No, I think you've pondered enough. So let's get back to the show. Please enjoy. Can you remind everyone what, what the actual purpose of this podcast is? Yeah, I never okay. Quite yeah. Get it. Absolutely, yeah. So the main purpose of this podcast, or the main premise, should I say, is that um, we take a deep dive into local towns um, by looking at their Wikipedia page. Um, and when we look at that Wikipedia page, we try to analyse that page. We might agree with some things. We might disagree with some things. We might say tell funny anecdotes. We might try and just do silly stuff just to, you know, just have a little bit of a laugh with it. And maybe, hopefully, we might be able to put out some decent information for you guys, maybe those who haven't been to these towns in particular. So, like I said, we're working at the moment on trying to see if we can do a segment on a town or, you know, locally in Kent, like yeah. every episode. So t- today we're going to look at, uh, we're going to focus on the town of Broadstairs, which is where we are recording from. So if you've been to Broadstairs or you live in Broadstairs, big up. But we're on just their Wikipedia page. So pretty much every town, village, city, whatever, has a Wikipedia page. And it's interesting to see what people have written about the place. Most of the time, your Wikipedia pages are very professionally written, or they try to be anyway. Um, and what we're going to do is take some of that and then compare it to our own fun experiences of this town. Because we both grew up in Broadstairs, so we've got long-ranging experiences here. So the first thing that I find interesting is that Broadstairs is actually named after a broad set of stairs. You're fucking joking me. Not that not that uh, creative they are. I well, never would have thought that Broadstairs would be named after a broad set of stairs. No, but if if someone said, Broadstairs, what do you think it's named after? Is Broad Set of Stairs the first thing you'd go for? Yes. Oh. What, else, what other clues am I going to get from the town name? I don't know, but when I grew up in Broadstairs, I never thought Broad Set of Stairs, mainly because I don't think there are any broad stairs in... Broadstairs. Yeah, but we, when you grow up, you have more interesting things to focus on. I'm, I'm never pondering at the age of six going, oh, this town that I live in, if only I could find out its origins. Yeah, Maybe but, this is what it's called because of this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to be thinking Yeah, that. but also, say, like, town names, they don't always just mean they're named after the, the, the thing that the town name is there for. Like, Broadstairs kind of maybe... Imagine Scunthorpe. Mm-hmm. What's that named after? It's literally got cunt in the name. Yeah. So are you about to openly say you think Scunthorpe is just named after cunts? No, I, I wouldn't jump to that conclusion, but I'd have a little think about it. Okay. If it's in there, maybe there might be a reference to some cunts. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I think this would be an interesting one that we should try and find some of the worst named towns in or, or villages or whatever in the country and then find out where that came from yeah absolutely and pray and hope that they come from where we think they come from <laughs> i mean scunthorpe i hope it is about that word and i also hope that maybe because it's got thorpe in it there'd be a few rides no rides no rides not not to my, i mean i've been to scunthorpe a few times we'll tune into a future episode we might be able to find that out yeah but you haven't been to scunthorpe so i have then why are you asking about rides? When did I you don't go remember, to I was a kid. Oh. Anyway. Do you know who hadn't been to Scunthorpe? 
You? No, Tiny Temper. Tiny Temper? Yeah. Oh, yes. I've been to Southampton, but I've never been to Scunthorpe. He's been there now. Has he? Yeah, he did a gig while I was at uni in Scunthorpe. So then after that, he's not allowed to say those lines because it's a lie. Yeah. And musicians don't lie. Does that mean he can never sing that song anymore? Nope. Oh that's, that's why he fell out of like mainstream popularity. So do you reckon when he's about 60 years old, and let's just say he's about to retire, his like final farewell tour, his last date would be Scunthorpe, because then that means that song is finished. Like, well, he's still not allowed to say it, it's a lie. He'd have to change the lyrics. To what? But I've kind of been to Scunthorpe, or I've definitely been to yeah. Scunthorpe. I've been to Bristol, but I've never been to Broadstairs. There you go. Nice. But how do we know he's never been to Broadstairs? Let's look it up on Wikipedia. Let's do it. Okay, well, let's look at the famous people that herald from, from our lovely town. I say herald. This list is pretty much just people that have been here. So... Surely some of them have got to have been born. Well, some, yeah, some of them. But, I mean, let's go for the obvious one. You, you went to Charles Dickens, didn't you? Yes, I did. Charles Dickens Secondary School. And it is named after... Charles Dickens. So you would assume that Charles Dickens has a deep, deep connection here, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, we have the Charles Dickens pub here. The, um, yeah, but to the point where he, he probably came from here, didn't he? Yeah. Did he, he not come from here? Charles Dickens did not come from here. Where did he come from? Fuck knows, but I know he didn't come from here. Oh. It was the biggest lie I was ever told. Who told you that? Like, school. Like, we've got, the, we've got Bleak House, we've got... The Charles Dickens uh, Museum, all that. Like, what yeah. school did you go to? What the, the same junior school as you? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they I, told you that. Well, you're younger than me, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm youthful. And yeah. Beautiful. Okay. That might have been entered in. You know, they might have put that into their curriculum. Bear in mind, I probably didn't pay attention. I didn't care that much. Mm, okay. Well, you sit. Well, you must have anyway, cared. You're, you're, the, you're the one that sat. Go. Isn't he from here? No, he fucking not. I'm bit. I'm. I. I know he's not from here. I was didn't, doing it for entertainment purposes. Didn't come across. Came across as genuine. Did he not? Yep. No. You're, you're living up to the uh, idiot name. Really good. Well, that's good, isn't it? Nice. So, well, let's let's see where where is he on here? Ooh. Uh, there you go. Charles Dickens visited Broadstairs. Visited. We've got a fucking school named after him because he visited the town. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... And I remember Ricky Gervais visited here for his uh, Derek series when well, they all go to the I beach. I can wait for the Ricky Gervais Academy to come out. I'd love to go there. Yeah, It'll yeah. Be so good, but... <laughs> There'll be yeah. Ricky Gervais House or Hotel... Ricky Gervais Hotel, it'll be called. In 100 years' time... Yeah. Well, 150 years' time, let's say. Yep. The Albion Hotel will now be known as the Ricky Gervais Hotel for that one time that he stayed and filmed Derek. As, you know, he'll be, you know, he's comedic royalty. And then suddenly we'll have a Ricky Gervais pub, a Ricky Gervais secondary school. We'll, we'll have it all. Do you think if we ever got famous, they'd name a school after us? No. Why? Because we're village idiots. No, we're illage idiots. Illage idiots. Right, right, anyway, so let's have a look. Who have we got? William Bridges Adams. Locomotive engineer... An inventor of the Adams Axle. Ooh, I love the Adams Axle. It, I grew up with the Adams Axle. He's actually buried at St Peter's. Is he really? Yeah. What, in the church in yeah, St Peter's? Yeah, in the church. Buried at St Peter's Church. That's nice. Okay. 
Sir Richard Rodney Bennett, composer and pianist, born in Broadstairs. Sorry, what? Born composer in Broadstairs. Pianist. Oh, I thought you said that. John. Ah, fuck. How do you spell that? Say that. I can't say names. Butchin. John Butchin. 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 If you say Butchin. it quick enough. <laughs> Butchin. Yeah. John Butchin <laughs> apparently based the title of his novel, The 39 Steps, after the set of steps on the beach at the house called St. Kuby. <laughs> How are you spelling that? C U B Y. C U B Y. Kubi. Yeah, I wouldn't call it Cubby, it'd be two B's. House Kubi. House Kubi. House Kubi. Some Kubi. Yeah. Kubi. Yep. Do you want to get to House Kubi? Oh, yeah, you've got to take right. these 39 steps anyway, to get there. 39 steps. Right. Micropub. There okay. you go. Our first reference that we can actually link ourselves to here. There's a micropub called the 39 steps. It's no longer a micro pub, though, is it? Did it not? Is that transfer? micro brewery or something now? Did yeah, they possibly. Yeah. Is the thirty nine steps not in the right at the bottom, just behind Charles Dickens? Yeah, on the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's I, was, not, I wouldn't say it's a, a. I was in there just before everything closed. Yeah, down, and it, yeah, I wouldn't call it a micro because it used to be a few doors down next to the bottleneck mm. in the, um, the in the smaller right, place, yeah. um, and then they they, they moved. Yeah, it could be a microbrewery now. They actually have a billiards table upstairs as well, don't they? I, I did not know that. Yeah, I learned how to play billiards there. Here's, here's a big one. Thomas Russell Crampton. Uh, Crampton motherfucking tower. Crampton tower. Crampton? I did accidentally say Crampton, yeah. Oh. Sorry, Crampton Tower. You will find this located near the Broadstairs railway station, uh, just behind... Um, just behind the bridge. And uh, the thing about Crampton Tower, the only thing I really know about it yeah. is it had a really cool model railway. <laughs> That's it, all it, I know. The, the, the main thing that, made of stone. that I remember from it is that when I lived in Broadstairs, um, you went to vote at Crampton Tower. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's where you can vote and it's where you can play with model trains. And I, I remember... When it was the, the, the Brexit vote, there was just some guy stood outside wearing, like, head-to-toe uh, Union Union Jack colours. Okay. With fuck the EU written on his T-shirt. And I was like, it, I, I wasn't sure if he was just trying to persuade people as a last-ditch attempt as they walked in to fuck mm-hmm. the EU. But he was, I mean, he was off his tits. It was quite funny just to watch. How, was, how did you know he was off his tits? Uh, he was just rambling, talking absolute shit, not making any sense. <laughs> what sort of slurry kind of... Yeah, well, you, you, know, you know when... The clutches you know, of the EU. Yeah, you know when Boris or Nigel Farage start talking? Mm-hmm. He sounded just like that, so I assumed he was off his tits. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he very well could have been. But do you reckon that his influence might have... I mean, you went through the same door, didn't you, to yeah. vote? Yeah, But... I mean, do you think it influenced the pen in which you voted just to watch that guy and go, do you know what? He's got a point, you know. Well, I was coming here to be part of it. Now, now I, I'm going to change. Well, no, I, 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 was, I was very much decided on where I was going to vote. But if someone was half and half in it, 
you know, if if they were like, you know what, this guy looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. I wish to join that. <laughs> and and to be fair, it's, this isn't whether you wanted to leave the EU. Like it's not yet re- remain or leave. It's more about the fact that this particular guy who yeah. was drunk was the point of influence. Yeah. Like the idea that someone would go there going, do you know what? I really don't know. For goodness sake, I'm about two minutes away from the ballot box. Yeah. Oh, dang. What, what am I going to do? And then just, hang on a minute. Who's that? Yeah. Have you got a drink? Leave you. Leave it. Leave it. Like that, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm decided. Thank you, young man. If, if someone went, he looks like fun. I wish to partake in the fun that he is having. Then, yeah. <laughs> His activities. And I mean, I think that all that does is say a hell of a lot for the fact that the government decided to let the British public make such a big decision based off drunk men. So, yeah. Hmm. Or a drunk man's influence. Anyway. Yeah. So, next up is your best friend, Charles Dickens. My guy. Repping the Visi- Charlie D. Visited Broadstairs. Repping Charlie D. What's up, people? He wrote David Copperfield while staying at Bleak House, but did not write Bleak House while staying at Bleak House. So, what? Because why is it called Bleak House then? Is it because it's bleak? Again. This is this is the Illich Phineas podcast. The, my, the knowledge of Bleak House I have is so minimal. I haven't read it. Up next, Sir Edward Heath. He went to he went to the school that I went to. Oh yeah, no, I bet he did. Did he partake in billiards? One day I will lead this country, but first I'll play a bit of billiards. I mean, he went from nineteen seventy to nineteen seventy four. So yeah, I'd assume billiards was still a thing then. I mean, it still is now if you go to the yeah, 39 within, steps. Yeah, but within within school, I reckon it was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Croquet and and yeah, touching myself. Touching, <laughs> touching. Right, anyway. Anyway. Oliver Postgate, writer of The Clangers. That's pretty good. Fucking legend. Now, I didn't necessarily know that. I knew a little bit about Edward Heath and, you know, Charles Dickens, but the Clangers, now you're talking. Right? Yeah. And Clangers, Bagpuss. Bagpuss. Fuck it, Ivor the Engine. He's got, he's got everything. Ivor the Engine, everything like that? Yeah, that was a win. That says a lot about, like, you know, we've got one of the greatest literary, you know, geniuses of our time in Charles Dickens, you know, Christmas Carol, yeah. all these wonderful pieces that have stood the test of time. And... And, and the, oh, the clangers, the, the bagpuss is great. I know I'm not saying it's not great, but you know, there'll be people who would be genuinely tone, offended that your I would. tone is coming across as disrespectful. Like, disrespectful yeah. I didn't to mean Oliver to. Postcare. He's got a fucking blue plaque thing outside where he lived. Charles Dickens has a house. Does he? Yeah. The house on the yeah, corner. But, yeah, but. He's got a bleak house. He stayed there. He's got a pub and a fucking secondary school. So, you know. Oliver Postgate's a fucking genius. And I will not sit here and let you slide. He wrote it. He came up with the idea of little pink aliens. No, but does it say he wrote it? Yes! Oliver Postgate, writer of The Clangers. So, so episode one. Episode two. There's a thing called three. a fucking storyline. It's not just it's not just the noises they make. <laughs> a whole script of sixty pages of. And there's this. <laughs> there's the soup. What are we gonna dragon? do for series two? Soup Have a dragon guess. as well. Huh? Soup dragon as well. Yeah, I'm talking about the clangers. I mean, it just it just sounds like you're being a dick. Yeah, it is. 
That, that, that is what I'm the, doing. The best thing here is his life is commemorated by a mosaic of the Clangers and a blue plaque on the front of his home. He is beloved by Broadstairs. Charles Dickens was just... If he's beloved by Broadstairs, forced, why forced did I not us. know that? Not everyone knows this. Because you're an uncultured arsehole? Damn straight. Yeah. And finally, it's Tallulah, who's a DJ who studied catering at East Kent College. Oh. That sounds like a... a studied a catering, so they weren't really a caterer, they were a DJ. I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't click on the link and view Tallulah's Once life, got given but... a merit in BTEC f- catering. <laughs> but, um, At East Kent College for yeah. making an egg sandwich. So I've got, I've got an interesting game that I think we should play here. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill the celebrities from Broadstairs. Wow, okay. And you have to give your reasons why. <sighs> Fuck, marry, kill. Um... I would marry... Fucking marry Charles Dickens, wouldn't you? You really could make Charlie. I mean, I could do, but he wrote a lot of bleak sort of literary work. Like, you know, if I'm going to marry him, I'm going to live with him every day. And I'm sure there's going to be nice romantic things. He's going to be quite whimsical, but he might go, oh, I've, I've written this book. It's called Hard Times. What's it about, dearest? It's about hard times. How... how Tell me more. Oh, well, you're... times are getting tough. It's tough. It's the you know, industrial revolution. Oh, it's no, tough. You, you've gone all the wrong way about this. See, this is this is this is why relationships fail. So when Charles Dickens turns to you, as as a married partner, and mm-hmm. says, "I've written a book. It's called Hard Times." Your only response is, "I've got some hard times for you." That's, Wait, that's the only response you give. Am I in? The late 19th century, yep. or am I right now? Either. It's still the response. I don't know, I think because... It's still the response. Well, Charles Dickens, I think, would be more aware of popular culture. So for me to go, <laughs> I've got some hard times, wee, 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 you know, yeah. it's a little bit more of a 2000 onwards kind of vibe. Are you, are you telling me that you're not allowed to be ahead of the times? If you went back to the Victorian era and you went, hey, what's up, fam? What's going on, blood? They'll think you're like, you know, they, they, it's such a different time period. Well, okay. They think you were... I mean, Victorians I had porn. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So they, 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 they knew they knew innuendos. Yeah. They knew it was a thing. So if I went to Charles Dickens after he said, I'm writing this book, it's called Hard Times. And yeah. I said, I'll give you some hard times. Hey. And then he would just go, <laughs> I love you, darling. He Let's make a love. He would unzip. He would unzip straight yeah. away. Just that's what he'll do. Yeah. I'll come back to that chapter later. Anyway, that's your marry. Uh, I, no, it's not my marry. Oh. I said I wouldn't marry him. Oh. I would probably... Fuck him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I probably would, actually. I probably would, because I think he'd be... He'd choose the right time. I feel he'd choose the right time. Yeah, OK. Fair and enough. he'd be quite sensual, maybe. OK, so you'd, you'd fuck Charles Dickens. Yeah. Um, marry. Marry. I'm sorry, who's the guy from the clang the clangers? Oliver back Postgate. Then? Oliver Postgate. I would marry in a heartbeat. Really? Because you can't even remember his fucking name. Well, I'll remember it. If I'm gonna marry him, I'll remember beforehand, won't I? When I get in my little dress and I'm like, oh, I can't Oliver's gonna be my man. Right, it's interesting that you've taken the role of the woman here. That this guy is better than me. Okay, I'm just saying. 
do you do you think I'm more dom- I'd be the more dominant one Absolutely in a relationship? Absolutely not. No. So <laughs> no. so so give me that fucking dress. <laughs> All right then. Give me the dress. <laughs> I'll breathe in, make my waist look beautiful. Okay. And I'll kiss him on the lips and say, "I love you, Oliver Postgate." You remembered his name. Yeah. See how I trundled through it, though? Do you take the Oliver Postgate as your loyal wedded husband? I do. Oh, it sounds, you know, and then when he comes home, uh, when we come home, you know, I mean, he's going to have to do what he has to do. I'm wearing a white dress. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, he'll be like, I've been writing this this show. What was it about? It was about these tiny, tiny little mice on the, on the, on the moon. And your response there is, I've got some tiny mice on the moon for you, love. There you go. See? Yeah. Works every that time. sounds like I've got a disease. <laughs> that sounds like, it does. you know, yeah. you've just had your, you know, you know, you've, we've just made sweet marital love for the first time this night. Eat my um, mice. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, I have testicular mice. Um, okay. Who would you kill? <sighs> See, I don't know too much about Edward Heath in terms of his his impact on politics, and that's because I'm an illage video, mm. and I don't know too much about the history of politics. Life. Yeah, of life. Yeah. Of yeah, anything. So you're just going to pick him because he was a prime minister? Well, what was he like as a prime minister? Let's see. If he was a nasty prime minister, Let's I might see. have to... He was a British politician who served as prime minister. He was a conservative... Okay, he's not really floating my boat at the moment. He served for 51 years, though. Oh, yeah. That's a long time. And I'm pretty sure he's done some very significant things for this country. I mean, there's an easy way of working this out. Yeah. Was Edward Heath... Threatened. <laughs> a bad man. That's, that's where we go. Ooh, the independent. I knew Edward Heath. This is what he was really like. Now, I'm going to do something here where I'm going to read this as quickly as possible. And by that, I'm going to find like five buzzwords and build up a whole idea of the article in those five buzzwords. Okay, Okay, no, I don't think he was because I saw ego, stately home, Chinese communist. I'm not not sure. Yeah, from from that, that's, I will. um... But then, okay, what about good things about him? Let's marry them up a bit. God. Just replace bad with good. Yeah, but I've got to type it again. Ego, Chinese communists, stately home. Um, yeah, okay, I'm not really... Okay. Yeah, right. I'm okay. not bowled no, 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 over. Let's look one more time. Okay. Idle parasite. I'm not... Sit- happy grin. He had a happy grin. Oh. Yeah, but if he looks at me the wrong way. His happy grin told us that we could take offence or take a joke. He didn't care either way. I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah, no, in theory, I'm down with that. It just sounds really sinister as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so who have I got a choice? So just go back to the page. So I've got... Wait, wait, he's saying nice things about Margaret Thatcher. Oh, yeah, okay, right. He's he's there. He's there going to be on my kill list. Who is on there as well? We've got Crampton. Crampton, William Bridge Adams, who made the Adams axle. Right, now nah, I'm not killing him. He's done all right. Okay. I like choo-choos. Uh, Richard, <laughs> Richard Rodney Bennett, composer and... Pianist. Okay, all right. So what did he compose? Anything do we know? Flat nose. No, okay. Well, I don't oh, have t- any vitriol. TV concert music. Okay. See, the thing is, there might be someone who really likes Edward Heath on this. And, like, you know, you got to remember, this is just our opinion. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I heard 
the words that were given to me. And I'm not actually going to go and do this because I think he's passed away. And what James is doing right now is trying to pander. Pander to everyone. Just... I, I really try and do that I a lot. I don't want to and then actually... friends. Yeah, I want friends. What's wrong with having friends? Nothing. Lonely git. What is with you calling me a git? I don't know. Git just fits you're, you, You're an know? old man. Git. Yeah, but you're git. So anyway, are you, are you bumping off the ex-Prime Minister or not? Yeah, let's go okay. for it. All right, so... Yeah. So, so you would you would, so you would fuck Charles Dickens. Yep. You'd marry Oliver Postgate. Oh yeah. And you'd kill off Sir Edward Heath. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Make love to me, Charlie. Yeah. I love you, Oliver. You better be careful, Edward. So do you want do you want to know mine? Okay, go on. I've, I've already I've got this list nailed. So Have you? in terms of marry, mm-hmm. it's gotta be Oliver Postgate. He's good with kids. I told you, yeah, I agree with that. He's good with, yes. Very good with kids. Absolutely. I didn't say I'd have kids with him, though. Still good with kids. How many kids would you have with him? As many as possible. You'd make a clanger's worth of kids. (laughs) And we would name each one after a clanger. Do you you think that uh, Oliver Postgate actually knew what the clangers were saying? Yes. And had the language nailed? Yes, no, yeah, there is a whole thing. Did he really? Yes, yeah. So it's if, like it's like you know you know the minions. Yeah, they've got their own language and they've yeah they've worked on it and it, it is they are actually saying things. So there's an actual clanger language. Yeah. So if you had six kids with Oliver Postgate. Yeah. You know, like how you can have um, I don't know you have like a boyfriend girlfriend from different nations. You teach them both the same language. Would you yeah. teach your kids clanger? Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Shock. Nice. Unbelievable. Nice. Sorry about that. Anyway, so so I would marry okay. Oliver Postgate. Yep. I would absolutely fuck the living shit out of Crampton. Why? Because he makes sexy buildings. <laughs> Picture this, right? There's like a there's a there's a thunderstorm going on. It's late at night. So you want to be made love right, to right, right, by right. the way you're describing this. Yeah, yeah, and and atop Crampton's own tower. <laughs> there you go. He That's... made the vista so he could just go to town. Yeah, I, I, I am well aware that he he made that tower purely, purely to take people back. Right. And and just use the line, check out my tower. Yeah. And you would. It is quite it a phallic yeah. sort of shaped it's tower. It's a giant dick in the middle of a town. Yeah, a yeah. big stone dick. But anyway, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a fair... That's a good one, yeah. yeah. So, fuck, um, so kill? You. Me? Yeah. I'm not on there. You're a famous person. I'm famous. Right, you walk down Broadstairs High Street, you're telling me that there's not some, like, someone wouldn't be like, you know what, James? It doesn't happen that but, often. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I've, I've seen you walk into the local pub. Yeah, that's because it's and they're my all, local. They're, they're all like, James! Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fun guy. Yeah. But I don't walk down a high street and they're like, hey, it's you! The celebrity we've all been talking about. It's not like I don't get recognised that much. I get recognised in my okay, local are places. You, are you telling me that if fucking Crampton went walking down the high street tomorrow, people would be like, "You're Crampton?" No, no, they wouldn't. But that's it's because it's been some time. Yeah, still. At the time, if he made the tower, he would be talked about in the high street the next day. Okay. You're the guy who made that tower, that phallic shape. I've been with you. I know what that you did. That I know how you designed that. I was based on. I'm just subtly letting you know that one day I will probably kill you. Cool. This would be really creepy if in like 20 years time, like you're dead. Yeah. With a little note saying Graham did it. 
And they're like, well, you fucking said it on that podcast. Well, here's the thing. We've actually said we'll try and do this podcast every week. So if there's one week where we don't do it, you'll know what's happened. Interesting thing there is you said we'd do it every week. I just said we'd do it. Oh. Oh. Come on down below if you want another one soon. Next week. We're going to have to talk about your your comment. Illich Vidiot's podcast is brought to you by... Myself. Because I told you before, we don't have any sponsors. So sod off. Before I call your mum, invite her around for a three-course meal, and then proceed to watch endless reruns of Inspector Morse all the way up until she gets tired. Please don't make me do it. Enjoy the show! Right. Okay, guys. This is uh, this is the next segment we're going to do. Um, this is an idea we've been talking about. Um, it is called "Has There Ever Been?" Question mark. And the premise of this is we have about seven point. Let's have a look. So seven point six seven four billion people on this earth. And I was thinking the other day about hypothetical scenarios, and you know, has there ever been anyone who's done this or that? And we're trying to look into some of the most outlandish ideas of people who, you know, have done certain things. So, for example, um, you could say, has there ever been anyone who has been murdered by a butterfly? And the idea is, is that statistically, if there's 7.674 billion people, surely one of those people must have been. So we'll have a little look maybe into some websites, see if they're true, or maybe just have a little bit of fun with some ideas. Can I just check, how, how long ago did you type in how many people are there in the world? Uh, well, just about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. No, I mean, we're supposed to begin off the idea we're stupid and you managed to just riff off exactly how many people there are in the world right now without without even thinking, without even breathing. That's yeah, just on my phone. Yeah, no, I get that, but... <laughs> Keep the illusion up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> right, so, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, that's true. But, um, so, for example, um, the way we want this to work as well is that um, we will be having this segment, but we're hoping that it will involve you guys. So, obviously, through our social media, we'll be putting posts out where you can bring those questions has there ever been and we will read through them every week and then we'd have a discussion and a little bit of a talk about it i hope that makes sense does that sound like it makes sense i was listening yes okay so (laughs) neither here nor there (laughs) so for example one of the things i wanted to look up first i've got five things um, as an example of has there ever been the amount of people on this earth has there ever been a person who collects sandcastles yes it has They've got to be. Well, here's the thing. How do you collect a sandcastle, though? You wait for the kid to finish it, and when they go to get their parents to show them, you run in and you dig it up, put it in a box and fucking leg it. And you nick it. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're, temp- you're, you're, you're messing with the sand. Like, you know, you c- it will fall apart. You might as well be just carrying a pile right, of sand okay. Any kid that's worth their weight in, in gold on this one will be using wet sand to build it. So it would still be wet as they just finish it, so that's why it's the opportune moment to still... A sandcastle. So statistically, yeah. what is there's a one in seven point six four? No, sorry, seven point six seven four billion people. Okay, now you got the whole I'm stupid thing down. Yeah, yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a one in seven point six billion chance of there being a person with a shovel that is managing to scoop 
the sandcastle perfectly away from the child so they can store it, take it back home to their collection of sandcastles that yeah. are stored in a big room somewhere. Yeah. Okay. That, that literally stinks of believable. Okay. I'd, I'd, I would, yeah. If, 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 someone, if I walked into someone's house yeah. and they had that, that weird, creepy kind of look about them, yeah. You know, where they've, they've got, like, their hair is slightly, you know, short on one bit, long on another, kind of unkempt and all that lot. Short on one side and long on the other, eh? Yeah, they've got a stupid beard. Who are you describing, mate? They wear white tops that are probably too tight for them. That kind of stuff. Too tight? That's, uh, <laughs> if they invited me into their house and I saw sandcastles there that were clearly built by kids that you've stolen, then, yeah, but like, James, that's you. I get that. Okay. Where do you think this person would live? I can't give your address away. <laughs> I'm not around. Well, it has to be somewhere near a beach, obviously. I'm kind of invested in the idea it's not, and the reason they steal the sandcastles is because they want to be by the beach. But they can't. But they can't. Why can't they be by the beach? Too expensive. <laughs> I, I can't. If I can't go to the beach, I bring the beach to me. Yeah. But they want, they want a nice part of the beach, not just a, you know, shit bit yeah. with a dead crab on it. Yeah, <laughs> a bin with dog shit and fucking fish and chips. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. All right, well, we'll believe that. All right, so that was an example. So I've got another one here. Uh-huh. Okay, so one in 7.6 billion chance. Has there ever been a person who's made transport for pets? Transport for pets? Yes, there's transport for pets. That already Again, exists. This, this, it gets quite that tame. What do you mean by transport for pets? Well, I, I don't know, like, like a, something that the pet controls. Like, oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. like a cat car, for example. Right. Have you heard of a place called Japan? I have no doubt it might be located there. I would there. assume. I would assume that that is, it, it is within their remit there to invent something that ridiculous. Yeah. No, I I believe that. Um, but do you think there's if I I I believe that that is a possibility. But do you think there's one particular pet or animal? Um, that you know that is a real surprise in terms of transport like oh they've made a a helicopter for a budgie budgie the little helicopter why would the hell why the fuck would the budgie need a helicopter uh, could, have, could have had an accident with its wings so you just re- you give them prosthetic wing yeah not a fucking helicopter i could i can see it right now a little helicopter <laughs> yeah flying up in the sky and a, and a budgie with broken wings with tears in its eyes going i can soar again but if it's got broken wings how is it controlling this thing because its wings are pretty much arms its beak that like every time it every time it pecks it it hits the the fucking the bit that makes the helicopter go up or down like it makes it do that it's like me me yeah, like that. And then when it's had enough, it just doesn't peck. <laughs> I think you'll work it out. Okay. But, you, but your budgie might fuck off somewhere <laughs> over the ocean and get fucking lost. <laughs> you know. Oh, no. See, especially if we live near the seaside. Yeah. That's, that's what we get. It would be, you'd be like, yeah, little Jeremy's going for his first flight. Jeremy? Yeah. yeah. He goes up and then he disappears into the distance. You're like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And then three days later, just this little, this little helicopter washes up. <laughs> on the beach <laughs> Jeremy's nowhere in sight <laughs> we sent people out looking for him yeah and then you find a little black box <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of tweets 
That's exactly it. There's that bit where you go, oh, well, why don't we try out by the sea as a bloke is nicking sandcastles nearby? <laughs> and he, there's a budgie, like, pecking, and it goes out, and like, oh, isn't it beautiful? And then after a minute, it's just like, I don't think he's coming back. Like, <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. So, I mean, yeah, I again, these are two... We've had two examples here that I think are absolutely plausible. Okay, now this is where it's going to get a little bit interesting, okay? Has there ever been a person who has bought a plane's worth of airline food? Oh, what, okay, what kind of plane? What size plane are we here? Uh, talking okay. a typical commercial flight, maybe a 125-seater. Okay, so that's 125 mils. Yeah. Is that... I'm, I'm going to be really picky with this one. How long would the flight be for this? Well, I mean... Because what... if, if, it's, if it's from, say, here to... Uh, it's not someone know, ordering like... um, 125 bags of peanuts. Wait, is it, is it transatlantic? Yes. Okay, because you get two meals there. Oh, okay. So that'll be 250. Oh, okay, no, no, we'll stick to one, two, five, just single exactly. meals. So, what would that be? A trip from England to Turkey? Grand Canaria. Grand Canaria, there you go. Yeah, yeah Grand Canaria, like something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. so 100, yeah. 125 meals. Is there someone who has bought an entire plane's worth? So, not just one meal? No. The whole thing? I, I, would, I would assume yes, because there's this thing with lots of rich people where they like to show that they're rich. So, buying just, buying just a, a, a plane. So like, to show just, affluence, just to buy, buy, buying out a plane just for them would also include paying for the meals for every seat. So oh, right. I would say, on a logical point of view, yes. If you're asking, is there anyone that would buy that much food and eat it all in one go? Then the answer is Donald Trump. Okay, sorry, you just made it sound there like someone deliberately bought a plane just for the meals. No, and no, then no, ate no. the one hundred twenty-five <laughs> meals and went. Well, I'm fucking done with the plane. Fuck that. No, Off no, they, they 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 just bought out the, the entire bin. flight. But that would within the price of that, that would include buying a, a meal for each seat. Okay. So yes, I think that is plausible. Okay. Um, but like I said, if there is just one fat asshole that sat there eating all the food, it's probably Donald Trump. I've got a confession to make. Was it you? No. Did you do it? But I know someone who has. Who? I'm not going to say who it is, out of respect. But basically what had happened, this person I know, um, joined this website which provides cheap food, food that's just about to go out of date. So, you know, they might send a huge big box for about five quid, the stuff that's going out of date, and you can have anything from in there. So it can come from supermarket, anything like that, etc. Yeah. So one of the orders this person makes is for um, five uh, Delta Airline lunches. Okay? Right. So it's just one of the things that you could choose. And I think it was only for five... That was it about... It said something about like £2.50. Anyway. Yep. So he obviously orders it. Day comes. The arrival is here. The delivery is on. And this person comes out with a van outside his flat and brings up five huge boxes up to his flat door. And he was like, sorry, I'm a bit confused. I'm expecting like only five Delta Airline lunches. It's like, well, this is on your order. And he'd ordered five boxes How much did of 25 Jesus. airline meals. How much did he pay? 
He paid £2.50. Shit. He paid about £2.50 for 125 Delta Airline lunches. Now, what's really amazing about that is that they're about to go out of date. So he has to eat them all. So he has to eat them all. He puts, I think he, he puts something like all the... Chi- and I think this thing was made up of like a, a chicken dinner, how you'd imagine. Yeah. A, a bit of cheese, um, you know, so a bit of jam, a bit of toast here, a bit of bread. He filled his entire fridge full of cheese. <laughs> he put all the meals like on, on like the, you know, on the fireplace. Like it's a small, you know, yeah. and he just put it all there and it was all just piled up. But what I was thinking at the time was that there is some poor airline that's... <laughs> Without 125 <laughs> meals going to Gran Canaria. <laughs> Could you imagine this way? They, well, no, because it was obviously they, they'd sold that, hadn't they? Well, well, if it's no, about to go out of date, they, they'd obviously go, no, we're not going to get it on the flight, fuck it. Yeah, but I think, you know, there might be, you know, times are hard. They might want to try and reintroduce it. But I could just imagine being that captain going, oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking, Captain Jennings. We are going on a five-hour flight to uh, Gran Canaria. Uh, the weather looks lovely for it. Um, if you please speak to one of our members of staff, they will provide you with absolutely nothing because some stupid bastard has just brought 125 Delta Airline lunches. Still, I know a great place when you land. <laughs> just give me a shout and I'll tell you where it is. I really enjoy the fact that Delta don't fly to uh, Gran Canaria. So your story there is flawed. That's not fair. You can't do that. What? How do you know? Well, how, how do I know that... Delta Airlines doesn't just go from America back and forth. They can do transatlantic flights, can't they? Don't, don't prove just, this. I'm going to prove it's it. It's a bit. It's a bit, you pedantic bastard. Absolutely. I think you'll find it doesn't go to Gran Canaria. Well, they don't. You gave Gran Canaria as an example. I know, right, which made... It just made it so much better. Oh, you set me up. Yep. Oh, what air fly, What airlines fly to Gran Canaria? KLM. Okay. Canaria. Brussels, Norwegian, Eurowings, Tap Air, Swiss, Austrian, Royal, Luxair. Oh. Please, Delta. Oh, there's no Delta. Is there not? No, your story is fucked, mate. You're a wanker, mate. <laughs> You're an absolute wanker. No, you really are. You shat on a bit. I've been thinking about it. I set that up deliberately and you fucking go, oh, Google that, you little prick. <laughs> You're a mug, you are. You're a mug. <laughs> Waste man. Absolute waste, man. Yeah, you wipe the tears from oh, my face. Oh, come on. We all know. First we, bit of yeah, soul I've seen ever. We all know. Fucking, oh, absolute job's worth. Fucking job's worth. Episode one, and you're trying to peel shit back. Bloody hell, mate. Yeah, you eat your fist. Eat your fist. I know where it can fit. Anyway. Oh. Anyway. Um, right, let's move on. I've got yeah. two more. Okay. We've got time. Oh, God. That fell on its ass. Anyway. <laughs> So, this is one I thought of. That's really specific. Wipe your tears! <laughs> oh, people, they got them. They're good. Sort yourself out. Right. <laughs> um, here's one I genuinely thought of. Now, this is actually quite an interesting one. This is one I thought of. Okay. Has there ever been a person who has deliberately bought an eight-pack of mini cereals, taken two packets out a day, and placed them in their shoes because they like the feel of the crunch? It's oddly specific. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is the point. Yeah, no, no. It's what, is there a one in 7.6 billion chance of there someone existing who does yeah, that? Yeah, no, no, that, it, it makes sense. Um, ooh. So they, they, buy, they buy like a, a Kellogg's mini pack. 
Okay, so yeah, do me a favour, type in yeah. um, pack, pack of mini cereals on Google and we'll have a look at images so we can get some cereals up. Okay. Because, again, it's not cereal specific, it's just any cereal. So someone deliberately gets some cereal, but not for breakfast purposes, but just to put them in their shoes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's yeah. Because they, they have a weird love of crunching stuff with their feet for the whole day. So we've got, we've got oh, Amazon doing its thing. Okay. So we've got, uh, what have we got here? Ooh, let's go, let's go for this orange here. So you've got Rice Krispies. Okay. Frosties. Cocoa Pops. Mm-hmm. And then whole grain rice krispies because variety is not the spice of life according to Kellogg's. No, do you know someone told me the other day they bought a ten pack, and they had five rice krispie packets in Fuck it. Fuck no! Five rice krispie no. packets, and I asked them because obviously they're in like a little package, um, obviously five by two, aren't they? Yeah. And I, I was saying, well, did that mean that one half was just a complete face of rice krispie? One, two, one, two, exactly, they would have yeah. done that, wouldn't they? Cheeky yes. bastards. Anyway, uh, go on. with your thought process that like I don't know because if they like the feel of it would they not want consistency would they not want the same cereal yeah but you know how like sometimes you, you fancy chicken tonight rather than beef it's like your yeah. meals in it so yeah. you might want a different okay. variety of yeah. see what I mean I think I think it's plausible I don't think that's happened though you really don't think? I don't think that's happened. So there's not a one in 7.6 billion chance of this scenario happening. A butterfly no, no, flaps its wings. A, no, there's a, there's a bloke a is standing there's on his fucking chance, cereal. There's a chance it could happen. I just don't, I don't think it has happened. I mean, this is where you're going to do the big reveal that you are, no. you are Mr. Foot Crispies now or something, but... Mr. Crispies. Foot Crispies. Foot Crispies. Yeah. You think that someone who would step on their cereal would actually have the audacity to call themselves... Mr. Whatever I step on. Yeah. Really? Fucking broad stairs. Yes, I would definitely would. Okay, all right. No, <laughs> fair play. So I can say, hello, I'm Mr. Standing Shit. Oh, really? Yeah, if I genuinely enjoy that. Now, I actually almost believe... I, it's weird how I think I believe that there is someone, at least on this earth, who would genuinely enjoy standing in shit every day like just for the feeling oh of the no that, that one yeah no I mean I, more than I'm the cereals sure. yeah more than the cereals and it's purely because of texture because actually in context I mean no because I I think there's this like poo is part of it is it, it falls under the whole the, the, the fetish side of things yes more than I would assume cereal would now I could be about to anger slash kink shame a whole society of people here. But I would I would probably say cereal doesn't fall into that too much, whereas poo does. So mm. Okay, all so right. So that's why I think it's more likely there is someone out there that's like, I love standing in shit over <laughs> I like standing in different like cereals. Okay, uh to be fair, the reason why I said mini cereals is because I thought the size of the packets could fit one each shoe. Yeah. Okay. Um however and I understand that you wouldn't necessarily have the mini pack cereals, but do you think there could be someone who has a specific cereal that they constantly like to tread in every yeah. day because they love the feel of it? Yes. And that what would that cereal be, do you think, out of any other cereal? Cornflakes or Frosties or something. Cornflakes? Yeah. You know, it's got the crunch. Yeah, if, that's true. If someone, if someone is wanting... like The to, real crunch. wanting to yeah. enjoy this, then they'll go, they'll go hard or go home. <laughs> it's, it's not like they're going to get fucking Rice Krispies. You'd start with Rice Krispies if you wanted to continue it. 
as a... Yeah, that would, that would be your tester. Yeah, that would be the but, tester. Yeah, I would, I would say these people, pretty much, they, they're like, oh, I'm too scared to stand on glass, broken glass, but fuck it. Mm, okay. I'll, I'll take Kellogg's any day. That's, yeah. That's, what that's, that's how so I... So you choose cornflakes. I would probably go I with... I wouldn't choose cornflakes for me. Well, if you were... Well, do you think that that would be the, the pinnacle yogurt. of... I'll be taking yoghurt if we're going on breakfast things here. Oh. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I would probably... I'd probably choose Crave... They're those weird yeah, little, little, little sort of like Yeah, little cereal pillows full of chocolate. Mm. And the reason why is because once you've made the crunch, you get a nice ooze in the middle and you're like, oh. Porridge. Porridge? Yeah. Oats? Yeah. How are you crushing the oats if they're already... You don't need to crush them. Why? You just want, you want just porridge oats in your feet? It's for the people who no, love no, the crunch, I don't, man. Want, I don't want just porridge oats. I want porridge. Oh, it's right, okay. made. Yeah, but it I did we- say... It would weigh your feet down so much. I did say, though... Because they like the feel of the crunch every day. Yeah, but I like the feel of porridge oats with milk. So if we take the crunch away, do you think there's someone who's putting cereal in their shoes? Because they enjoy it. I think the idea of putting cereal in your shoes is just a bit of a... I don't think that's... I don't think it's something that's crossed people's mind. It seems to have crossed your mind more than once. Loads. So, yes, this is why <laughs> This is why I said, are you actually Mr. Foot Krispies? I'd like to are try you, it. Are you trying to open up to the world about something... And this is your Look, way of doing we've it. We've been isolated for a long time <laughs> in the past year. You made a 30 second fart video, or whatever the hell it yeah. was. I might have thought about, oh, what would it be like if I put some cereals no, in my see, shoes and walked around this, the house? No, but this is the bit that we're talking about. You're saying you might have thought about it. Did you do it? No, but right. do you believe there's a one in 7.6 billion chance I that someone has done it? There's a one in 7.6 billion chance that you are the one that's done it, yes. Okay, all right. Okay, um, anyway, we'll move on. And the last one. Uh, has there ever been a person who has bought an island for lavatory purposes only? Oh, yes. You think there has been? Well, okay, so because you're not the first person to make this sort of judgment or this have this idea, yes. Oh, I'm not the first person. No, there is an episode of Family Guy where they take the piss out of Jurassic Park where Peter wants to become high-level management so he can use the executive bathroom at work. Okay. And to get there, he has to take a helicopter to a private island where there is one single toilet on the island. See, I've not even does. seen that episode. Yeah. No, no, okay. this is what I mean. If, if you thought of it right. and the writers at Family Guy have thought of it, then, I, yeah, I think this must stem from somewhere. Okay. Well... What I've given you, I sent you a link obviously before this. Now, uh, my girlfriend last night, for some reason, I said, how was your night? Because um, I went out for a bit. And uh, she said, yeah, I've been chatting to my Hungarian friend. Um, and we were talking about islands that we'd like to buy. So I sent a link to um, Graham um, called Private Islands Incorporated. Uh, it's a website. Um, and it simply says, find your private island. Now, the bit that's interesting about this website, if I'm right in saying, there is an option, I think. To buy or rent, am I right? Yeah, yeah, you got islands for sale, islands for rent. So, yeah. islands for sale, islands for rent. So, I wanted to have a little look at this. Okay. So, first off, do you think that someone has bought an island just for lavatory purposes? Yeah. You think? I, I, I do, yeah. yeah. I think, again, it's it's going to be someone horrendously rich. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like yeah. a Richard Branson kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think it'd be, or do you think it might be one of those little Scottish islands where it's just like a, a cabin? Like, because yeah, you know it's got little islands yeah. around the top, like Isle of Skye, all that kind of area. Like, yeah, no, I could imagine a really angry Scotsman. Like, if yeah. he ever had visitors, and they're like, "Oh, can I use the toilet?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. 
over there yeah. and have to go on a little rickety boat in the middle of a storm to go Jobbies are on that island! There, Don't do it in my house! Yeah, just like that. Gotta get over there. I don't have transport right now. Yeah, I'll hold you a shaking whilst I get a boat. Right, what are we looking at with this? Right, so the idea is I was going to see if we can find an island that would be ideal to create a lavatory <laughs> and take a shit on. Right, well, there's keyword search here. Okay. So, toilet? Type, yeah, toilet lavatory. Let's do it. I've not done this. I haven't actually seen too much of this website, really, but I just thought it was strange. So, toilet, 23 islands. There's um, 23 um, islands. Can do island. <laughs> <laughs> Can do will do. So, no, but do you remember the wet wipes for your bum that they used to make for kids? Right. The the company was called Can Do. Oh right. And the the, the slogan for it was. Is that why they put all the disposal? I don't know, but the 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 tagline for it was "I can do it too with Can Do." Oh, oh that's nice. So Can Do Island. Um, does it have any sort of details on Candu Island? Candu Island, a beautiful 42-acre tropical island with villa and staff quarters. Yeah, no, no, well, that's the thing. It's too much, isn't it's it? It's too much. You basically want just an, an absolute... Peach of a toilet right. spot. Castaway Island. Okay. To, oh, it looks like there's a building there. Okay, there's would you shit in that building? Good. I'd shit in that building. So you're, are you saying that building there is only there just to go and take a shit? Just in? to go and take a shit in? Yeah. It's in the South Pacific. It's, I'm not going to be standing there holding my private parts with my legs right going up and down, waiting for the boat to arrive. But yeah, I'd like an island. I, just I'm thinking if, if you're going to have a, an island purely for shitting, it needs to be a small island. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, so. so we're looking at like two acres here. Okay. This one Sand is point. In, this is in the middle of a lake. A lake in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota, yeah, that could. So that could be quite a good one to do. That's quite nice, actually. It's got a nice yeah. entrance. Yeah, it does. A really nice toilet. So, do you think someone's looking at this website right now, going, "Well, I'm happy with the island I've got." Yeah. But I want a place. There to you fall. go. There's the one. Ontario, Roughly. Canada. It is tiny, one acre. Oh, look at it. it's got trees growing it's, out. Of it. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's shit island right there. <laughs> that's, that's what we're looking at. Rothwell's Island. Isn't that that's, great? That's. That's and plenty of trees to screen your business just in case you wanted it outdoors. Or if you forgot toilet paper. Yeah. Leaves. Just rub your ass against the tree. Leaves. Leaves, yeah. Rub your ass against the tree. Yeah. Do you have you ever taken a Get shit? Get rid of in, the cag nuts. Have you ever taken a shit in nature and found yourself with that toilet roll and just seen a tree and gone, you know what? I'm just gonna just <laughs> Is that what uh, well, you seem to know the noise. Well, actually, no, I'd probably be more like... Oh! My rectum! Yeah. That's probably what it Nothing like. gets arse biscuits off your arse better than fucking bark, bruv. Yeah? Arse no, biscuits. yeah, arse biscuits. <laughs> oh, wedding... nuts, No, one more, one more. Go on, wedding go on. Cake Island. Wedding Cake Island? <laughs> wedding Cake Island. <laughs> yeah, name alone. Look at that. I mean, here, the, the building on it, you'd take a shit in that boathouse and it just Well, no, is that where you away. park your jet ski? No, you park it on the outside, go into the boathouse, take a dump and you just watch it flow away. You play poo sticks with your own poo. Oh, my God. Right? You can take that with Oliver Postgate and all your children. That'd be amazing. Come on, six kids. 
But what would you call so, them? Clanger names. Sometimes your joke's too far. Come along! Now the question is, is that your asshole or is that is huh? that the clangers? Or is that your bumhole going? No, no, okay, I'll do the scenario and you can tell which one's the asshole and which one's the clangers. Oliver, Oliver, please grab the children. We're on our we're on our island here on Wedding Cake Island. Oh, okay. Come here, come here. Hey, stop, stop playing with that. Come over here, come here. All right, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come. Here. Now you'll come along. You go, right. Who's got one ready? And you'll sit there at the, the, edge, of the edge of the island and you'll take like a nice little squat in a pot and then you play poo sticks and you live happily ever after. That is scary accurate as to what it's like to have children. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. The poo sticks bit especially. Well, I'm looking forward to that day when it happens. Oh. That's all good. Well, anyway, that was a little segment and a reminder of what kind of segment we're going to do. So the idea is we're going to post out, um, you know, an opportunity for everyone who's listening to this to give us a has there ever been. And then, yeah, we can, um, we will riff on whatever you have given us as an idea and have a little bit of a research and a play and a bit of fun. Well, that was, that was lovely. Wasn't it just? Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed myself. Oh, yeah, I did as well. Don't know if anyone else did. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. Yes, um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, please. Thank you to our one viewer. Yep. For, for listening, but no, who is that one viewer? That's the thing. No, there'll be two viewers. Your mum? No, not, no. She, she not? No. no. My mum? Nah, she wouldn't. No. Who would be the two viewers? I mean, I think viewers? she forgets that we're recording, so. Yeah. Who would be the two viewers? You? Me? Well, we've got to look at it at the end, don't we? No, I kind of just... I, I'll upload and go, yeah. I'm the one editing this. I have to sit there and listen to your so voice. So you're going to be looking at it, aren't over you? Over and over. Yeah, but not once it's uploaded. Once it's uploaded, it's done. It's gone. I can't do anything. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not, I, won't, I don't know if I'd be in the editing process, so I'd, I'd watch it through and go, yeah, I have to that listen to you say yeah, Ask Biscuits so many times. Okay. To make sure it lands just right. All right. All right, we'll get no viewers then. Or no listeners. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, it's worth a try. But that was episode one. Um, we'll see if episode two ever happens. Yeah, <laughs> ever happens again. <laughs> this idea might be sinking quicker than we know. Um, yeah. But yeah, otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and uh, we will obviously see you guys soon for another episode of Illich Videos. <laughs>